guys, dolls, and everyone in between, this is where I would say, welcome back to Peach's Picks, your one-stop podcast shop for all the geeky crap your mom doesn't care about, Queer Edition, the premier podcast of peachfuzzcomics.tumblr.com. This isn't your regularly scheduled program. You see, I don't have a desk, I don't have a guest today. I was about to say I don't have a desk. I have, I have a... I have two desks that I use here, actually. But, um, anyway, yeah, this isn't your regularly scheduled program. Um, I don't have a guest today. I don't. It's just me. And I just wanted to take a, uh, a quick, short time to answer your questions today, my loves, my darlings. We just hit 4,200 followers. Actually, let me check my phone to see uh, what the actual number is. Uh, this is the week of uh, the 28th. This is the last day of February. I'm sorry this podcast came late. There was just a lot of bullcrap going on. And Wait, actually, I could talk about it. Um, I came out as trans female. Yay! It's a, uh, like a sound, generic sound effect to a bunch of children screaming. Yay! We did it! Um, so yeah, that's the thing that happened. And I've just been going through a lot. Um, my grandpa passed away on my mom's side. Um, so that was like, there was so much, this week was just so much, so much, so much guys. But anyway, let me check my Tumblr app on my phone here and see exactly how many followers we're up to today. Because uh, again, six, like this succession of growth just grows, it grows, 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 grows overnight. And like, I can't, I can barely keep up. Uh, let's see, click on this thing. Come on. I want you to look. We are up 4,218 followers. Holy sweet buttery Jesus tap dancing Christ. That is a that's a large number, my loves. It's a large it's quite a large number. I'm very flattered that you guys are following my antics. Anyway, um terrible um slightly insensitive accents aside. Let's get to some of your questions. Let's see, let me scroll up because it's been a while and I saved the questions that I legitimately wanted to answer. Cause um there there are quite a few interesting ones. Um a lot a lot of let's see. Ah, here we go. Book lover Twilight asks, I'm wondering if I might be polyamorous. I have a boyfriend of three years who says he'd be somewhat okay with my having relations with a girl. I'm not sure whether that would be a good avenue to pursue or not. I sort of wanted to be with a girl for a while. I'm pan. Anywhoosies, the actual question is, can a poly person be with monogamous people? If you're poly, can you have several partners who are each monogamous? Thanks, Jen. Oh, your name is Jen. Well, hi, Jen. Thank you so much for your question. And, um, (laughs) let me start by saying this. Your boyfriend of three years says he might be somewhat okay with your having relations with a girl. So when it comes to cisgender um, male partners, typically when it comes to the subject of their partner being with like another girl, they're usually okay with it due to the due to this like fetishism that they have for girl on girl activities. That that that's just kind of. Uh, being truthful with that because if they see you being with another um, someone who identifies as male um, they are going to have a hissy fit unless they're legitimately open with your sexuality and your lifestyle so you want to see if those feelings are genuine if like no, no matter what you just have to be open with your partner open communication and trust are the full foundations of loving another person uh, take for example um, my partner Kim um, yeah she has never been in a polyamorous relationship before. Never. She's been in monogamous relationships, and when I uh, told her 
about my being poly she was like this is just something new to me like i'm a little scared like i'm, I'm afraid that i'm not going to be like the partner that you need or whatever but it turns out we're fine it turns out everything is completely beautifully hunky-dory she's friends with my uh, other partner morgan and everything has just been synergetic just because we're all open to each other i, I don't i don't lie to them i tell them uh, like anything that they need to know i tell them like you're like hey i'm going over here to do this thing it's it, it could be that simple but Referring to your partner, Jen, you want to make sure his feelings are 100% genuine and, like, are you absolutely sure he's not, like, that sort of jealous type? Because if there's any sort of hint of jealousy, polyamory just simply cannot work. You don't want that friction in the way just because it's it's drama. It's a dis it's disingenuous. Um, but, yeah, I really hope that answers your question. Um, of course you can have... Um, several partners who are each monogamous because um i've been there and i've done it uh and of course people can argue well doesn't that mean that they're actually polyamorous uh, not necessarily because they could just like the idea of committing themselves to one partner and like it, it, it's this whole can of worms right because it, this kind of leads to the conversation of terms in themselves being silly and not really be it, not really covering everything that follows those labels like because you're pansexual, being pansexual to you might be something completely different to someone else who is also pan, right? Um, it, it's this whole it's this whole can of worms. But the basis of the answer, I, I know I'm repeating myself. The basis of the answer is you want to find out that him supporting your polyamory is genuine, okay? And if it's not, it might be something you have to move on from. Because if you can't be open and honest with your partner, if you feel as though you need to lie about certain things to your partner, they're probably not a partner worth having. You can't not be open with your partners. It will fail. I guarantee it will fail. But, uh, okay, thank you, Jen, aka uh, Book Lover Twilight, um, uh, for your question. Do you like Twilight? Is that a series that you like? No judgment here, just terrible books. Anyway, uh, the Forgotten Sentinel. Oh, hello, Forgotten Sentinel. I, I remember your, uh, seeing your questions and asks all the time. Any advice on choosing what color to dye your hair i've been wanting to dye my hair but wasn't sure if i should choose the color based on natural hair color or skin color slash tone or head or slash face shape uh, i used to joke about this in high school um like crimson slash red hair typically doesn't work on people with uh, certain head shapes and looks um i, I was completely jo joking about that sort of thing though uh, when it comes to my hair color it's oh my god i, I live on uh, my aesthetic really jumps around with spontaneity uh every time I am, i'm entering like a new lifestyle change or i enter like this new stage of my life um i always change my hair so like i used to have blue then blue and purple then just pink and now i'm to an orange and next week actually uh the first week of march i'm getting my hair demolished again you're gonna see a completely different look of myself uh being drawn in the comics it's gonna be different in terms of advice um just really go with the flow man make sure you find someone that's apt at coloring hair because i love seeing these snapchats of folks being like oh yeah getting my hair dyed tonight oh look it's kind of purple or it's kind of brown now it's like no no no, no. you want to find someone that knows what they're doing okay it's not as simple as reading it on the box like find it like uh, for example i have two stylists that i love going to uh shout out to chrissy in new jersey and Jeannie here in boston um they both do incredible magic with my hair. They know exactly what they're doing. They went to school for this. They're professionals. They're, I, I adore them, and they're so great. Um, yeah, please don't burn your hair. Don't be careful. Just be careful because me, my hair is at the point of no return, hence me. Oh, I don't want to spoil what's going on with my hair. But let's just say that a lot of it needs to go. But yeah, thank you, Forgotten Sentinel, for your question. Uh, Everett Gray writes, Would you ever think of coloring your hair pink in the comics? No. 
Um, th this is a multifaceted answer. Um, one, my comics, I love having black and white comics just because that's the way that I can um, get them out quicker to you guys, keep them consistent with my uh, my patrons on patreon.com slash peachfudgecomics where you can get the comic early and as well as exclusive uh, wallpapers and, um, and strips and stuff. Please go there, support me. Um, it, it, that's just the fastest way that I can get this content out to you guys. Um, otherwise, if this is you asking about would you ever dye your hair pink like in the comics, yeah, I had pink hair. That was me. I draw me. A lot of people don't seem to understand that. Uh, Peaches in the comics is me. Like, that is me. It's it's not an OC, not an original character, like, it's not a person. That, like, how I am in the comics is really how I am in real life. If you were to sit down and talk with me, I'm the, I'm the same exact pendejo you're gonna meet anywhere in the street. Um, but overall, like, having just a random dab of pink in the comics or whatever, it kind of throws off the composition a little bit. I, like, I love playing around with the balance of uh, black and white in general. So, just having that spot of pink in there it seems kind of pointless too on an um, artistic perspective um but yeah thank you uh everin gray writes let's see uh melody crescent says hey i started to think that i might be polyamorous so i wanted to know how you figured it out yourself maybe it'll help me seeing how another person discovered for themselves thank you so much semicolon semicolon i don't you guys use a lot of semicolons and stuff i'm starting to think it's an emoji that i'm not i'm not i'm not hip I'm not hip with the link. I'm 22 years old. I don't know what these these kids are writing in their messages and uh, shit. I, I'm, I'm not, I, don't, I don't fucking know. Um, in terms of my polyamory, um, I was in a long committed relationship uh, that lasted about a year. Uh, she's fantastic. She was an absolutely great partner. Monogamous as hell though. And I had this like inner like I, I was fighting all these things in my head in terms of gender and my sexuality, and I eventually broke it off or like. Poor thing, I didn't really tell her what I was really going through, and it wasn't really fair to me to like keep her in the dark and such. But I felt as though I did, I I had the right call of breaking it off to figure myself out, and I discovered that in terms of my gender, uh, there was there was a uh, shit going on. So I came out as non-binary to get a better perspective on who I am, and that kind of in tandem led me to being polyamorous in the sense that I just started dating around. Like, I, like my, my daddy used to tell me, like, oh, yeah, I used to date uh, multiple people all the time. I used to go on dates with multiple people, and they all knew. There was no mystery or whatever. And I'm like, I wonder how that would work out for me. So sure enough, I went on uh, going dates, uh, going on dates with people my age, and with, uh, that shared my perspective on love and relationships. And soon enough, being, poly being in open polyamorous relationships turned out to be, like, it just fit. It just made sense. I love that openness. I love that idea. I love the feeling of being able to celebrate when someone that I care for cares about someone else in a romantic or intimate fashion. I like being able to be there for that vulnerability when they're like, oh my God, this date didn't work out and they come back and we talk about it. Like there's a beautiful, I, I may have talked about this in the previous episode with uh, Big Boss, uh, Brandon Chinger. Um, but no, uh, like I, I just love that openness. There's a kind of, it, it, it's just being genuine. You know what I mean? Because a lot of these monogamous relationships that I've been seeing all over the internet, people have made the, like, uh, really adapted this into meme culture of like, Who is she? What is she doing? What's your relationship to her? Who are you texting? Why are you locking your phone? Like, if you just tell your partner who all that is going on, and then being able to support those, the most intimate sides of you, you're being more genuine than you could ever be in a monogamous relationship. Because in monogamous relationships, people just feel the feel the need to lie, to be dishonest, to hide things, and be like, no, I can't do that, or uh, to the point where 
people brag about their relationships and being like, oh yeah, don't worry, like my partner and I are super cool like that. I can tell them anything. Like, why is that a special case? Why is that so rare? Just talk about it, you know? Um, but, but, but again, people are jealous and people don't like the idea of like, um, they're a person that they've committed to committing to other people or whatever because they want all those feelings or whatever. And that's valid. If it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. But in terms of like my lifestyle and how I view love and relationships, it's it 100% works for me. How to discover if you really are, just go for it. You're really not going to know unless you try. So be like, hey, ask out, uh, ask people out. Let them know that you're dating other people. Like, see, it really offers a super unique perspective on relationships as a whole and how silly a lot of our traditions are. Um, but yeah, thank you, Melody Crescent. Now, I'm going to go into my Tumblr app right now. Um, ooh, ooh, X Mask Beauty X says... Hey Peaches, you might remember me from a while back. I had the question about binders and stuff, but it's okay if you don't. I, I do remember you. Of course I remember you. I got another question. I have seriously long hair, and I want to cut it, but to do that, I'd have to ask my parents, and they might get suspicious, and you know where this is heading. What should I do? Oh god. Whew. Luckily for me, my gender struggle and my huge awakening and such in my coming out did so outside of the ever hawking gaze of my parents again i'm 22 i'm a grown-ass woman like <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not under the watchful eye of my parents anymore in terms of my lifestyle choices and like um that's kind of how they found out that i was queer in general um do you know your views uh, or your parents views on uh queerness and that sort of thing like are you 100 sure that they will not be cool with that was sure like 100% sure that they aren't chill with you, you might want to sneak around and do some private investigating. But in terms of short hair, I mean, like, what's wrong with short hair? Just because having short, like, someone has short hair, you don't immediately associate that they're gay or queer or identify as a different gender. Um, that's just not the case. I know tons of uh, straight cis folks that have uh, short hair and, um, and yeah, I don't, I don't think you have too much to be worried about. I understand that kind of anxiety of when you're young and living with your parents and, sh and shit like that. Like, that could be super nerve-wracking. But, yeah, do some super uh, super private investigating. Do some uh, Ricky Blaine shit, Casablanca shit to find out what's going on. Um, have any of you seen Casablanca? Well, I mean, maybe that's not the fair comparison. Some, I don't know, Ace Ventura pet detective method. I'm rambling now. Oh, I mean, my stupid references. Anyway, uh, Mass Beauty, you... Find out how your parents feel about it, how about queerness in general, so you get a semblance of idea whether or not you're going to be supported or not. Or, and or just go cut your hair and be like, <laughs> I find it mind-boggling. Uh, it takes me back to when I was young and being like, oh, I had to ask my parents to do this and stuff. I'm like, that seems dumb. Why do they have any control over your hair whatsoever? But yeah, um, who gives a shit? Doesn't matter. Just go for it! Anybody know what that's from? That's from Beautiful Joe. Anybody remember that game? Because Capcom, I would love an HD collection. And I know that's never going to happen because Platinum Games doesn't have to license anymore. But anyway, uh, Doombound Discord says, Hey, I am a gender-fluid pansexual. However, I have no interest in having sex whatsoever. I do find people sexually attractive, but, want, uh, but have no want to have sex with them. Do you know what I should call myself, other than my name? I have heard of Akoi and Autochorosexual. And that might fit, but I'm not sure. What the fuck are those? Um, so here's the interesting thing. Even though I have this podcast where I answer your questions and like I have this uh, comic where I discuss my personal 
bouts with gender and sexuality. I'm not a walking fucking encyclopedia of genders and stuff. I'm very much learning things every day, just like you are. Autocorosexual. Jesus Christ, that sounds like a monster I just killed in like Final Fantasy 15. I have no idea what that means. Who says you have to have sex with people, first of all? Like, and who says you have to put a label to it in general? Like, I feel as though my view on labels on sexualities and stuff are more so, not really guidelines, but sort of a, oh, here's how I'm feeling, and here's a vague term that I can associate with it so people know what the hell I am, right? So you could be like, oh, what are you? I'm pansexual, that means this, but I don't necessarily follow that, and you have to explain. If people care, you'll tell them, right? Other than that, you don't necessarily need to have sex with people, and there's nothing wrong with not being sexually attracted to anybody. Let's take, for example, my partner Morgan. Um, she loves her hugs and kisses. She can't get enough of them. But when it comes to sex, she's like, that's a thing that people do to reproduce and, like, help make the population. I don't, I don't really have an interest in sex. And I'm like, okay, cool. That's fine. It doesn't bother me much. She don't gotta, she don't gotta explain nothing to me. Um, yeah. <laughs> a coy and autocorosexual. Sounds like an exotic fish or something. I don't know. Do you think you can help? Well, I, th I hope that it gave, it gave you some perspective. You don't gotta have sex with nobody. You don't gotta explain anything to nobody. You don't feel need to feel obligated, <clears throat> Morty, to have sex with people. Just tell them what's up. Do you need a label to it? I don't know. That's up to you, but here you go. Um, And that really wraps it up for questions. Yeah. That really just wrap things up, other than the usual uh, nice, really lovely compliments that you folks have been giving me. And I really appreciate the super awesome feedback um, that I've been getting for my coming out to you guys as trans. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a whole fucking rigmarole. I can tell you guys that much. Um, oh boy! Whoa! What the hell? Probably is totes fine to but apologies and accents commented this on my huh commented this on my thing i might have to read the read box for i prefer president garrosh dude had nipple rings probably but had totes from the lgbt also congrats for coming up oh oh, oh oh someone reblogged it and they're commenting on it whatever anyway uh that's my rambling uh how are you guys please continue uh sending your asks and stuff this podcast when I don't have guests and I have the traditional format of Peach's Picks, I'm just going to make this a Q&A. Uh, so that way I can answer all your questions in a format that I think is much more personal and much more uh, intimate with you guys because you guys have really been supporting me. Um, here, it's time for plugs. Silver Waves, go on SoundCloud, look up Silver Waves. He's the guy that's doing the m amazing, fucking amazing beats and tracks and shit for my podcast. He's an old friend of mine. Um, you gotta, you gotta support his music, man. Just go on SoundCloud. He's absolutely fantastic. And, like, what's funny about SoundCloud is that nobody follows anybody on SoundCloud. But I'll tell you, Silver Waves, he's got a following. And I want you guys to follow him and support him. A thousand percent. Just go, just go for it. Like, who doesn't love new and free music? So thank you, Eric. Thank you, Silver Waves, for doing the tracks. And, of course, please... If you want to support what I do and help sustain my life, my subscriptions, my college life, and help me, you know, not be poor and suffering uh, through my bout in art school, please go to Peach Fuzz. Uh, uh, go, uh, go to Patreon.com/slash Peach Fuzz Comics. 
I try to keep the tiers super cheap, super affordable, and give you guys so much. I'm giving, I'm now, aside from giving you exclusive color strips at a certain tier, I also give you free artwork to download that doesn't have to do with Peach Pies. Like, these are fully rendered, like, pieces of art. Um, that I can give to you guys for free download. Um, aside from, of course, monthly exclusive wallpapers, monthly thank yous, um, you get a wallpaper for signing up just at a dollar, and also you can get the, the strip early, a full week before anybody else. Um, but overall, that wraps it up for me. Uh, please, if you want to follow me on Snapchat, add me at, at @vampirepeaches. If you're into seeing the day-to-day -day, like uh, nonsense that eventually, uh, eventually becomes comic strips, um, but yeah, I think that about wraps it up for me. Thank you so much for listening to this super quick uh, Q&A number one of, uh, of Peach's Picks. Please keep sending your questions, and thank you so much for your support. All right, bye. I love you. Thank you. You really smell good.